This segment of the show is brought to you by the PGA Tour Superstore. See why golfers everywhere are proud to call PGA Tour Superstore their golf pro shop. Visit them online at PGATourSuperstore.com. Now back to Chris and more of the show. All right, now joining me here on Next on the Tee is Paul Brandland. Paul is the Eastern Sales Manager for Sun Mountain Sports, who makes some of the best golf bags and pull carts on the market. Sun Mountain's owner Rick Reimers also owns Finn Scooters, which are a very cool new way for players to get around the course versus traditional golf carts. Prior to Sun Mountain, Paul spent several years at Daytrek as a sales manager for their golf bags, and prior to that was a store manager for Nevada Bobs. So he has an extensive background in the golf industry. Going back to Paul's college days, he played his college golf at Portland State back in the mid-80s. He went on to Concordia University and earned his business degree in business management and communications. And I'm very excited to have him with me tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Paul, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. So, Paul, anytime I have a guest join me for the first time, I always like to kind of find out, when did you first fall in love? with the game and who was the first person to put a golf club in your hand? Well, I actually started going to a driving range with my father. I grew up in Portland, Oregon. There was a short par three and hit some balls and played there. And and then I got to actually start caddying at a place called Waverly Country Club. It was a, a Tiger Woods, actually, last junior amateur uh, title, I believe. So it was a nice club right down the Willamette River in Portland. And so we got to play uh, free golf on Monday. So that's uh, that's what got me to into golf uh, along with my dad, and then uh, got into the real retail business, and and uh, and here I am today. And you played a couple of years of college golf at uh, at Portland State. Talk about uh, your experience getting to play some college golf there. Yeah, it was really just it was just one year. I made the team. I was a three sport uh, kid in high school and. You know, really had never really taken many lessons and just was kind of a, you know, a spring season golfer. So made the team, uh, but uh, didn't get to travel a lot. So that I, I quickly realized that I needed to uh, find something to do with my uh, career because it wasn't in golf. So playing golf. <laughs> so talk about uh, your experience. You, you go from Portland State to Concordia. You get your your uh, your undergraduate degree and then getting into the golf industry. Talk about how that progression took place. Yeah, it really started right after high school. I started working at Nevada Bob's and and uh, just kind of expanded my duties and kind of fell in love with the business. And I'm kind of a people person, uh, so I enjoyed the retail business. Ended up spending, gosh, I think it was uh, until 96, 10 years at Nevada Bob's in Portland. Uh, worked my way up to assistant manager, manager, and uh, 10-year itch. Most people that are in retail that long uh, get that itch. And uh, uh, kind of a cool story. I met my wife at the 1995 PGA show. She worked for the owners of Datrix. She was the secretary. Um, and uh, that was that was all that, uh, that happened there. I got married to her and uh, she ended up moving me back to the South. So that's how I ended up in Nashville. So here you are now with, with Sun Mountain Sports. And uh, I'll tell you, the golf bags and the things that you guys have, when I was looking at them online, are absolutely spectacular. Talk about um, you know getting to be a part of Sun Mountain Sports, and then let's talk a little bit about uh, the golf bags that you guys have to offer. It's, it's a great company. Uh, our owner Rick Reimers, who you mentioned, is a is a is a good player, and you know we've always talked about 
you know, golf bag, golf products made by golfers. You know, most of the people at our, our company are good golfers, play golf, have been around it for a long time. And, uh, you know, we're very nimble and quick company. I, I heard a saying one time, it's not the, uh, it's not the big that eat the small, it's the fast that eat the slow. And I truly believe that. I've been involved with product development teams and over a, you know, a couple of decades. And if you can move quickly on something, identify an opportunity. Um, so I think that's where we have a real competitive advantage. And Rick has, has done that over his years from, uh, making pings originally, or golf bags originally for Ping and Callaway, lightweight materials. He grew up in South Dakota, moved to Northern California, was a golf professional. And he realized that golfers were carrying around, I'm sure you guys remember, these big, heavy vinyl bags from companies like Miller or Burton. And uh, he realized the need for a lightweight material in a golf bag. So the original uh, stick bag came out, which he, he kind of farmed out to uh, Ping and uh, Callaway at that point, and uh, lightweight sandbags. Then he invented the first retractable leg sandbag in the late 80s called the Sun Mountain Eclipse Bag. And uh, so that, I remember in retail, we we would get 70 or 80 of those things in, and they would just fly out of the stores. Uh, and then he uh, invented the push cart. Uh, it used to be a pole cart with two wheels. So we actually celebrated our 20th uh, anniversary of inventing that push cart. Uh, last year, so 20 years ago from last year. Uh, and then also the first uh, waterproof, breathable stretch rain gear called the RainFlex. Uh, we've had two pros wear that over the past. So, And then late, later, obviously, we'll get to the fin cycle, but uh, that's his latest invention. So I want to start by kind of going through some of the inventory that you just talked about. And I want to start with, the, you know, some of the light bags that you have available. You have an eco light bag that I was reading that the fabric is actually made. Each bag is uh, is constructed of a fabric that is from 20 recycled plastic bottles, which is outstanding, and it weighs less than four pounds. Talk about that bag. Yeah, you know, that's, uh, you know, there's a real effort with everybody, obviously, to create sustainable uh, materials and products. And uh, that is one kind of came about that you know and we'll probably continue to expand that that's done well there's some great bright colors uh you don't add a whole lot of weight to it and uh and then it's you know it's sustainable so it's we're recycling uh those water bottles and using it in the materials uh, and we're actually a part of this program where we give back one percent for the planet um you know they they have a fund that they give back for environmental uh, causes so it's yeah, it's been again. It's been a it's been kind of a neat new product for us. You mentioned a moment ago, Paul, that the bags are designed by golfers. And one of the things that struck me as I was looking over the different models, like the C130 line, or all the storage areas that you have in that bag. You know, all a, a different slot for every club, so we don't get the the rattling of our golf clubs as we're carrying it, or it's you know in the in the golf cart. Talk about you know the some of the different models and really what sets them apart? Well, like you mentioned, the C-130 uh, for us, uh, we have always been known as a standbag company, you know, in our early uh, origin. And the C-130, you know, has been out for over a decade now, and it's, it's consistently rated the number one cart bag in the industry. Uh, it's our number one bag. It, it has individual dividers that go all the way down. Like you say, it, there's pockets out front and the side of the bag everywhere where you would want a pocket. 
Uh, it has a cool name, so the brand identity or that model identity is kind of stuck with it. Uh, people come in and ask for it. Uh, we actually, uh, a couple, two years ago, came out with a uh, supercharged version of that bag, too. So if you're out there on the golf course, uh, you can plug your cell phone into a, a USB port that's kind of molded into the side pocket of that bag so you can charge your devices. A lot of the carts now have charging stations in them, but some people uh, are on carts that don't, or maybe they use this on a push cart, so they want to keep their devices charged, whether it be a cell phone or a GPS unit or whatever. So that is that is one. Uh, we also have uh, another cart bag that's designed more or less for our push carts that has a flatter top that has all the pockets on the top. So when you're pushing the cart, you have access to all your pockets. Uh, our most popular lightweight stand bag is the 2.5 plus, which is 2.69 pounds. You know, I've been in the industry for a long, long time. And to my knowledge, it's the lightest weight full size stand bag that's ever been produced. Uh, it's a very lightweight material we use. Um, the straps, everything, the plastic, I mean, you end up paying more, mo more money to develop and gain access to these materials. But, uh, for instance, like the legs are made of carbon fiber, uh, that drives the price of the bag up about 20 to $30 at retail. But, uh, if you can get the, the weight down to 2.669 pounds, which we have, uh, there are a lot of people that, uh, uh, that would really like to walk with something that light. It's really just incredible once you get your your clubs in there. And the key is not to stuff the pockets full of, uh, uh, you know, dozens of balls and uh, drinks or whatever else you might throw in there. So that's probably our best-selling uh, uh, lightweight stand bag. And then we also have a stand bag that we just launched called the 2514 Way. And uh, it, it's, it's a slightly larger top than the 25. But it has individually sewn dividers that go all the way down and connect to the bottom. So that bag weighs about three and a half pounds. But again, to have a bag with individual dividers that weighs three and a half pounds that you can carry. And you know those guys out there that are uh, they're organization freaks. Uh, every club has to be in a certain slot. And it actually protects your graphite shaft of these five, six, seven hundred dollar drivers, too. So that's nice. Yeah. Um I think there's a lot of great advantages to that. You, you talk about saving the shaft, you save the, the grip, there's less of that clanking around that's distracting and, and that sort of thing. So I think that's a fantastic innovation. Um, and one of the other things that uh, I, I kind of want to get your thought and see where the market's going with all the social distancing that we're going to be doing now for the foreseeable future. Are you guys seeing a growth in carry bags, people wanting to walk, your push carts? All of those sorts of things versus wanting to ride. Yeah, it's the, it, you know the, you know we're in, in this is strange times for everyone and, and the fact that people are wanting to social distance and you know the the great news is is golf courses have been open and they've been flooded rounds are way up where where I am in Nashville and I think across the country uh, when the golf courses have opened but uh, absolutely we, you know we had a conference call with our owner Rick uh, probably two three four weeks ago and uh, he talked about that what what products uh, we think that this might be here for a while so actually our push carts are sold out right now until september uh you know we were obviously caught by surprise uh, you know by by more and more people wanting to walk and, and 
during this time. So, uh, so we've ramped up production of, of push carts, and we just can't get it enough of them right now. Our lightweight through five bag is pretty much sold down um, to almost out of stock. So, to your point, uh, yeah, walking, walking, pushing a cart, and and then this uh, last uh, thing that we'll talk about is the fin cycle, which is really a lot of fun as well. No doubt. And I want to get to that in just a second. But you, you mentioned that the push carts are now all out of stock. And I know you've got three models of those, but I, I want to give you an opportunity to talk about those push carts and, and how easy they are to store and then use. Yeah. So the, the original push cart design was the speed cart, and we still have that model. It's just kind of evolved. We've updated some of the accessories on it. It has a, uh, uh, we have a number of patents which I think helps us kind of continue to innovate and keep the competition uh, from gaining any kind of a leg up. But uh, this particular wheel in the front folds under. Um, this is our most robust cart for, let's say, uh, fleet rentals that golf clubs are going to be bringing product in to, to leave out. and They don't collapse down as much, but it's a pretty rigorous cart. Uh, we've got bungee cords on the top and the bottom brackets, umbrella holders, we have a cell phone holder that has a charging station that can be applied to it. So that's our most popular uh, cart is the Speed Cart GX. And then we have a Pathfinder series that we launched uh, a couple of years ago off of a cart called the Micro Cart. And really that was going after the collapsible cart. Um, so this particular product, the Pathfinder 3 and 4, we have a three-wheeled version and a four-wheeled version for a little bit more stability on side hills, three obviously uh, similar to our speed cart, but the key to these carts is that uh, they fold down really in about two seconds. And, uh, you know, there's competitors out there that, that do pretty well in this category. And But one of the things we really wanted to try to do was to make the cart fold down very quickly uh, because they're, you know, some of the other carts take quite a while to fold down. So, uh, so the Pathfinder 3 and 4, much more collapsible, about 20 to 30% lighter in weight. And, uh, you know, we're really selling a lot of products now to schools, colleges, and high schools. And this is one that, in particular that they like because they can fold it down quickly. It doesn't weigh very much, and they can transport it easily because it doesn't take up as much space. Now let's talk about the Finn scooters because this is probably one of the coolest things to head golf in, in a very long time. Talk about what that is. Yeah, so our owner, Rick, uh, you know, he, he's ridden various products, the Segway, the golf board, and, and found them a little bit different, difficult to ride. Uh, you end up focusing a little bit more on the ride as opposed to your golf game. So he really kind of boiled it all the way down to, well, everybody knows how to ride a, a bicycle. So that's what he came out with was last year we started shipping in July uh, what is known as the fin cycle. Um, and it's, 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 you know, it's basically a sister company of Sun Mountain Sports. It's, uh, it's under the umbrella of Sun, Sun Mountain Motorsports. But basically it's a two-wheel electric scooter that looks like a motorcycle, but it only weighs about 75 pounds. I get a lot of looks. Chris, because I, when I transport mine right now, I just basically hoist it up on the, the back of my uh, Toyota Highlander on a bike rack, and I'm going down the interstate, and I get all kinds of looks. But 
Uh, it's great. Um, the number one reason, and not a lot of people kind of know this, is the, the number one reason why golf is not growing is that people don't have the four and five hours that it takes to play around. I'm a parent of three kids. Travel sports, I think, has really impacted uh, golf. And uh, so if I could tee off at 730 and, and with three other players and play in two to two and a half hours on a fin cycle, which I can, then we think that a guy that plays five or 10 rounds might all of a sudden play 15 or 20 rounds. And if we can multiply that by the amount of golfers out there that just don't have the time to play anymore because they're into everything, uh, we think this can have some a real substantive impact on the growth of the game for the future. So, and I agree with that a hundred percent. It seems like it's, it's a no brainer for how it'll let the, the pace of play improve who knows how much, right? Are, are you starting to see courses starting to reach out, bring more of those in and start to replace the traditional golf cart? How are, how are people, how is the industry embracing it? It's embracing it good. It's been a little bit slower than we anticipated only because, you know, the golf business is, is fairly slow to change. And uh, it's been good to see the USGA come out with new rules. You know, I, I don't know about you, but even before the uh, pandemic, it's, you know, I was leaving the flag in all the time. So uh, it's been nice to see a relaxing of the rules. And, uh, but, but we really see, uh, uh, I, for instance, I have a course in Memphis. It's just across the border in Mississippi. He started out with four. He called me 30 days later in the early fall and said, Paul, these things are going great. People are coming back to ride them. They're having a blast. Um, and he's actually adding an additional eight scooters in the next couple of weeks. So he's going to have 16 fin cycles, and he's going to promote the first four tee times every day. You're going to play in two to two and a half hours. So that is, that is the primary reason Rick designed it. But the ancillary uh, benefit uh, that we discovered is this, and maybe even more important, is just a ton of fun. People, right. the demographic stretches from 20. I had an 84-year-old guy last week uh, take a demo ride on. So the demographic is from, 20, you know, from 16 all the way to, to 80 of people that might ride these things. And when, they, when you get somebody on the Finn scooter, I mean, they're, you, they smile. I've never seen anybody get on one and not just have a huge smile on their face. Yeah. And that's the thing, Paul. I mean, it, to me, there's, there's so many wins by having it. I mean, it, yeah, I, it's going to make the game even that much more fun. I mean, for those of us that love the game, we love the game, but now you get sure. to inject that sort of another, another way to have fun while you're out there and it improves the pace of play. I, I don't see why we wouldn't have these things, you know, you guys not being able to fall, you know, keep up with the man to be flying off the, off the whatever, you know, out of the parking lot, out, out of the garage, what, however you keep these things. But they just seem like a ton of fun and just make tons of sense. I got to believe that this is going to be huge for the game of golf. Yeah, yeah. We've seen a big uptick in sales in the last, uh, I would say, 60 to 90 days. We, we were at the PGA show last year and this year. And, and now you're starting to see, you know, examples where people are bringing in, you know, four, they want to test the waters, but then they're, yeah, I think single rider carts, I think, will be, uh, you know, a, a portion of a, a cart fleet in the future of maybe 50%, 60%. I, I really believe that. So, yeah, 
Uh, and I would, I would hope it's even bigger than that because, I, like I say, it just to me, it makes tons of sense and it makes the game that much more fun. And you know, you, we already look forward to playing. Now you get an opportunity to ride on on one of the fin cycles, and I think that would make the game even you know that much more fun for people to get out there and anticipate getting to play wherever. Starting to choose, hey, look, they got fin cycles over at this course. Let's go play there versus where we where we typically play because it would just make the game that much more fun to be a part of. Um, well, I just spoke with called, yeah, I just spoke with somebody in Western Kentucky, and he said those exact words. He's he's seeing people just come to his course to, just to ride those. So, yeah, and I would I would certainly understand why you do that. Uh, just a couple more, Paul, before I let you go. And you, you mentioned yep. the PGA Merchandise Show, and if we get to have one in January of, of, of twenty one, so you know six seven months from now, um, and I'm not asking you to give any trade secrets away, but uh, are there some hints to some things that uh, we might look forward to coming out from from Sun Mountain or from Finn Scooters, uh, Finn Cycles, that uh, we might, uh, you know, anticipate or look forward to seeing uh, at the show? Yeah, we have not, Chris, uh, exhibited Sun Mountain uh, bag outerwear uh, at the PGA show for, gosh, I think about six or seven years now. Uh, you know, we have... 36 reps across the country and they're in their accounts all the time. And we've just kind of chosen to kind of take a different direction and just, uh, you know, spend some money in different areas of the company. But uh, we've been there with Finn in the last two PGA shows. We'll be there again this year. And uh, there might be something new uh, down there this year. You'll have to, uh, you'll have to check it out. All right. Fair enough. Paul, before I let you go, let our listeners know, how can they stay up to date with all the great things you guys are doing, whether it's on your website and in following uh, both the brand and you on social media? Yeah, thank you. It's uh, sunmountain.com for the golf bags, outerwear, and push carts, and then Finn Scooters website. You can actually go on there, and and, uh, there is a course locator, so you can put your zip code in and find out where you can go and, and ride a Finn cycle. Uh, I urge you to do it because it's great fun and uh, uh, social media, you know, the same same tags uh, on that as well. Well, Paul, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your night to come and be a part of the show. You're fantastic, my friend. I hope you'll come back and join me again sometime. Absolutely, Chris. Thank you. And I'll give a plug to Macklemore. Uh, Bill, I've played a couple of his uh, courses here recently and, and just recently been up to Macklemore. It's one of my accounts. It's a, it's a beautiful facility. Well, I've, like I say, I'm tickled pink to, to have them now as part of the show and, and looking forward to experiencing it myself, hopefully very soon. Paul, take care, my Great. friend. Thanks All so the much. best to you and your family. Stay safe. Look forward to catching up Thanks soon. Thanks for having me, Chris. Okay, thank you. Bye. See you, Paul. That is Paul Brandlund, and, and Sun Mountain Sports is the, is the brand, sunmountain.com. And, folks, I'm telling you, you got to go online and check out these fin cycles. I mean, it, it's like a, a small motorcycle that you can strap your bag to and and off you go to your ball and it it would be a fantastic way to maintain the social distance that that we all have to do right now but more moreover it's just another added layer to have fun out on the golf course uh i can definitely see a time where you start to think about well i could just go play you know this golf course and you know the mild sort of tried and true hey but think of these spin cycles over at this course let's go try that and see what that's like. I think it's going to be a ton of fun. And I'm looking forward to, you know, finding a course that, that's starting to add those and see what that's like. So kudos to those guys. 